Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the Eric For Real Show with Midway. Thank you for coming back with me again and my co-host. Uh, we just want to thank you guys for actually coming back if you do come back. Um, it's It's been a great first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And what I want to say off the bat is the crazy amount of support that, you know, I didn't even think I was going to get. Uh, I guess that's the most rewarding part of this whole process. <laughs> I guess, you know, we don't want to brag about the 500 that we got on the first episode, but, you know. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get shit. Get Dilly Squad. We had to have like 4 million views or we, listens. We lost money making that goddamn this is <laughs> this is not profitable this is not a profitable business don't do it no but in all <laughs> seriousness thank you guys uh there was no money we didn't make any money this is not we're, we're not in the we're not in the podcast biz to make money yet speak <laughs> <Be> for yourself <laughs> uh but seriously no like this whole thing I, I i didn't even expect to get 10 listens we ended up getting what like 64 last time i checked as I of now um yeah. i think so yeah yeah as of now 64 so that's that's crazy yeah it, it it blew me away how people were just like sharing and stuff like that um it it, it really put things into perspective as far as like supporting your friends would you say stuff, it was a, put it things into a butter perspective a butter perspective yes okay for those who haven't seen our blooper first of many um, but yeah, that's what we want to get into today. Supporting, supporting your friends, support, 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 be a cheerleader, <laughs> you know, am I right? Midway? Yeah. Uh, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Thank you to everyone who listened. Um, even if you, even if you just didn't even get through the whole thing for whatever reason, um, you're probably super busy. I get it. Um, <laughs> no, but if you, if you check this out, uh, thank you again. All the all all the friends who shared, who uh, passed it along, who you know put it on their social medias and and sent us their their screenshots of them sharing it. We appreciate that. Um, like Eric said, you know, it, it's really that part of it that 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 makes it uh, kind of worth it. You know, seeing that people enjoy it, seeing people that are sharing it. You know, and, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Is you know, that act itself is supporting people that are out there trying to do different things who are trying to get out of that normal rut as far as their daily lives. You know, whatever it is that you're doing, uh, even especially now, you know, that your people are stuck at home. This is probably one of the it, it, there's like it's there's a there's two ways to look at it. You know, either you're going to do different things or you're going to kind of shut down. And, and I, I feel like I've seen both sides of that. You know, I've I've been on one end less creative but thanks to eric and and this podcast i've been able to at least keep myself busy and do something new so yeah that's it's one of those things where you got to make sure that if you got friends that are doing something you're supporting them and and uh being their cheerleader as eric said yeah this whole quarantine it's it's either like joey coco said you're either going to be sucking dick or you're going to be slinging it you pick <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously like um you know supporting it, it it's 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 crucial i have i have a bunch of friends that i support um one in particular my barber who by the way i'm missing a lot right now i'm i'm looking like wolfman here um <laughs> when he first started out um uh, he 
you know, like anyway, like I, props to him for even starting because that's that's a big point too. Um, he started out, he picked up a pair of scissors or whatever, not literally, but he picked up clippers and scissors and said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start cutting hair." And I was one of the first, you know, I guess you could say test subjects. That's, that's you were one of his first victims. One of the yeah, one of the first victims. No, but seriously, <laughs> he he did the whole. Uh, you know, he went to the barber school, or whatever. And he needed to practice on people. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, cut my hair or whatever, you know, I don't mind. So the very first haircut, I, and, and, it, and it wasn't like I expected, you know, greatness. I expected, you know, like a well-blended fade or whatever. I knew, you know, just sitting there letting him practice, that was going to build up confidence. That's 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 what support is. It's not, it's not you just, you know, throwing money at somebody. It's you, like, like, like Shia LaBeouf said it. I pump you full of strength. So it was just me like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know, give him that confidence. And he, he went to work and I had a few scratches. I think I was a freshman in high school and I went to school the next, what was it? No, I think it was the next day. And you were ridiculed. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't give, I didn't give not, not one F about how I looked or what people said. I mean, I had a couple scratches, but you know, that's, that's how that's what he had to do. He had to find those support systems to get there. And now I'll never cheat on him. You know, I, I if he's <laughs> not cutting hair. I don't get a haircut if whatever, you know, so that's that's he's one of the loyal. big stories. That's yeah, that's one of the big stories that stuck with me, like about supporting and, and not even that. It's just I have other people that that do certain things, but it's a lot of female stuff. Like I can't go get my nails done. So. I can't really support those people that do nails that much. I could just share stuff, but What's it's crucial. It's nails crucial. Done, man. I mean, I could, I don't know. I could do like whatever the, you know, just cut them and, but you know, that's, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, man, there's plenty of people, plenty of guys that get manicures, right? There's no hate. Yeah, there you go. Manicure. I'm sorry. A manicure. Yeah. But I like, just, that's why it has the word man in it. Manicure. I mean, <laughs> it won't last long. My nails, I just cut I'm them just, and that's it. Like I, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. My hands get dirty on a daily basis, man. Oh, yeah? You're a hardworking man. Yeah, sometimes, you know. Anyway. You know, they, they... <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I, Gonzo cut my hair uh, before. I remember he, uh, it was like on some emergency shit. You know, I was like, you know, for whatever reason at the time, uh, I can't remember why, but, you know, I guess the barber I was going to wasn't available, so... I think he posted it on Facebook, like, you know, I, I'm cutting hair out of my garage, come through. So I hit him up and I, I, I you know, I stopped by his house and gave me a haircut and it was, it was decent, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's one of the examples where you gotta like, and like you said, it wasn't even the fact that you were like, you know, throwing money at him or anything or or anything like that. It was just the simple fact that you stepped up and you were someone he could count on as, you know, to use as like a, as training, you know, to get better at his, his craft. I think that's one of the things you gotta, you gotta do. Um, yeah, there's like, there's obviously like all types of people that are doing different things, uh, independently, you know, whether it's a side hustle or it's actually their, their main source of income, you know? Um, and I've had the same thing, you know, I have a, a friend of mine who is also a barber who went to, was during high school, you know, was never, involved in that sort of business or anything like that it's something that came in later in life um you know but as he went on you know i was like okay 
let me let me go to you now and and you're going to be my guy um and he's he's built himself you know from from he went from being at a shop to uh you know and going to school for his you know license to just keep moving up moving up and up um and he's he's made it like you know he's made a great i want to say i don't know if the career is the right word on it it's like his journey has come a long way um and you know it's, it's one of the things where the reason people are that successful is because they have support from either their family or their friends so yeah gotta keep gotta keep doing it yeah that's another thing too like it's um like i'm always rooting for the underdog or whatever and i only do that because i feel like anybody could do it as long as you have that mindset you know like et says as long as you want it as bad as you want to breathe i feel like anybody could do anything they want like like me and you or well me in specific oh um <laughs> i never thought a million years i would pick up a microphone or whatever some app or some program software and start recording and making a podcast or talking about anything and yet here we are talking about our second episode and how we got 500 bucks <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I, it's it just blows my mind and people need to people need that support in order to like break past that mind barrier they have that's been built by other people saying you can't do anything you suck um those are just all different voices in your head that that aren't yours they're they're not your own voice so people need to support in order to start breaking chipping away at their their friends walls and be like you know what you can get on this side of the wall go for it (laughs) yeah and i think sometimes uh people i think maybe that's one of the things that that stops people from doing things they want to do is the fact that you know they're not sure how people are going to react to it like i mean perfect example me and you we weren't sure how people were gonna uh react or how they were gonna feel about this podcast and i mean hey 65 whatever views if it was 10 views i would have been like oh you know what that's not bad it's more than i expected so just the fact it's like i think we talked about last time like the hardest part is just doing it you know everything else is going to come and even if you don't have you know many friends that are supporting you it all takes that one person to be like hey you know you this this could be something you know this this you could be you could really make something out of this and that's that's what's going to put you you know onto the next level or just at least motivate you to keep going. Um, on a personal note, you know, when I decided to create my, uh, my art page, you know, I, I did get a lot of support. People were like really interested in it and people, uh, liked it a lot. You know, people were saying, Hey, you know, I've got, people have told me like, you know, this is, this could be something you should do this, you should do that. So yeah, it, it definitely makes a huge impact on whatever it is you're doing. So if you're out there, if you have friends that are doing something, uh, whether it's a side hustle or whether it's their main, you know, income or whatever they're trying to do, you know, support them. Cause you don't know, you don't know what kind of impact you're going to make on that person until you do it. You know, who knows? You might be the only person that's come to them and said something like about that, you know, like, Hey, you know, good job or whatever. So if, if they're out there, um, yeah, make sure you support your friends. Right. And that's a thousand percent true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then and then like there's also that other side of not supporting, which is I don't know if I want to get into it, but I will. Um, oh. You know, you have those those people that try to do something, they get shot down, kind of like you do to me when you. When I, <laughs> I try to pump you full of positive stuff, and you just not gonna work, dude, and you just shoot me down. 
every time. Okay, I'm a realist. All right. I'm a realist before anything, but still, there's got to be a drop of positivity somewhere, you know? Um, there but is. No. But, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Right, there's, there's a difference between people who are being, here, I think we should make this clear. There's a difference between people who are going to support you and people who are going to give you fake positivity. You know, like there's going to be people around you who are going to support you because they feel like, you know, it's just easier to to tell you, oh, good job, than to tell you what how they really feel. Um, and I think that's a very important distinction. I think people need to be honest when it's time to be honest. You know, like if someone's doing something and you know maybe it's not working out or they're not on the right path. But they're they're like, you know, they have the right mindset, but they're not on the right path. I think it's important to tell that person, like, hey, maybe you should try doing this. Even if they don't take your advice, I think it's important to at least like say, like, hey, you know what? Um, I like the way you're thinking, but maybe you do this this way. Or this is just my opinion, but you know, whatever. Because, you know, at the end of the day, who knows how long it's gonna take for them to get feedback. And a lot of people don't take constructive feedback well. I think that's an important thing to remember. Uh, so it's, it's, it's difficult. It's a tricky situation. But like I said, there's a difference between being supportive and being like fake about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent, but it, it all comes back to that mindset too. Like if you're not willing to take constructive criticism, then don't even start because you're always going to get that. Like I said, you're, you're always going to get real support, which comes from, you know, the very least unexpected person. And then you're always going to get that fake non-support. That's like, yeah, good job. Keep going. Oh, man, this guy's work looks like shit, you know. <laughs> but, you know, and if you yeah. can't take that, like, if you can't take the real like, hey, you know what? Well, you kind of, you know, the little the little critiquing or whatever, then maybe you should just stop. Because in order to do something, you just got to open your mind completely to everything. And, yeah, you know, that's that's what I wanted to touch on is like the non-support where it's just like, yeah, you know, I, I'll good job like you said whatever pump you full of fake fake news and then or like not even support you or shoot you down and then those people have this whole trade or whatever they're into like whatever trade they're in whatever craft they're working on but they won't even like really do work for you because they feel like they'll just be chopped down by you like oh yeah you know i'm gonna i'll do that work for you don't worry but then they never come through or whatever because of that stigma they have in their head already where it's like, oh, man, if I do this work, he's probably going to be like, oh, you're no good or whatever. But, you know, you never know until you try because I've had several people, you know, start off doing something and never really come through. And I think their work's like fantastic. Whatever they do is fantastic. And I want them like I want to do like business with them, not business with them, but I want to be a customer. I want them to be my go to person, you know, and it's. I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. I don't know what it is, but you know, they just, they just kind of like cower away from like the opportunity, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. No. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. And, uh, I've been in that position a few times where it's like, someone will ask me for, for something. Um, and for whatever reason, uh, I might not follow through with it all the way. Uh, part of it is like, you know, pure, pure fucking laziness. <laughs> um, but other, the other part of it is I've, there was something maybe about the conversation or something about my interaction with that person that has made me put me off 
in actually following through all the way. Like, you know, I've had um, interactions with people who have asked me to do something and I don't think we're on the same wavelength. We're not on the same page. So I just, in my head, I'm like, this isn't going to work out. Like this is, a, you know, there's no point in me like using my, or uh, wasting, not say wasting, but there's no point in me, you know, yeah, I guess wasting my resources or my time on something if I know it's not going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think, I think it, again, this is something that's like hard to, to put into words when you're talking to that person. But as someone who's, you know, if whatever trade or whatever business you're in, you gotta, it's, it's hard, but you gotta learn how to communicate that. You know, obviously it's not always going to work out, you know, obviously not, not every customer or whatever client you have is going to be happy. Um, and, and from a personal note, like as someone who does like art or whatever, um, my job is to get people to realize what I feel from my perspective, what's going to work or what's going to work better than maybe their own ideas. And that's, that's like the hardest part is trying to convince someone that your, your idea is better than theirs because you like are seeing it from an outside perspective and you're seeing it as how other people are going to view it. You know, they might want something one way or one specific way, but it's not always the best way. Um, and a lot of people can't see that, you know? Um, and then obviously there's times where you have to find a middle ground and that's fine. Um, but some people really get stuck on that, that one idea, like, Oh, this is what I want. This is what I want for, to represent myself. Um, and they don't realize that they're wrong or that there's other ways to do it until it's too late, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. You know, but, um, Speaking on trades, now that we're on the subject, um, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like I feel like the school system kind of failed in kind of like providing further education or further, just if any information on how to like, if you don't want to go to school, you could always just become a tradesman, pick up a trade or do something out of the norm, not necessarily just always go to school. Um, like for me, I, I, I went the direction of, you know, mechanics. Uh, it worked out quite well in the beginning. But then I, I feel, I just feel like people need to get a head start in trying to like experiment with stuff, see what they like, see what they don't like. So like for me, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to like start like wrenching early on in like high school and stuff. Um, until like after high school, I went to like UTI for a bit, did the whole thing. Um, and it's just like, um, like, I, I just feel like it's, it, there's some importance to like actually going out into the world and like doing something that you think you want to do for a little bit and then see kind of testing the water, seeing if you don't, if you like it or not, that way, like you still have a whole bunch of other, other time to pick up something else and like start all over, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but I just feel like schools never really touched on that. They just, it was always pushed, like, you know, go to school, um, go pick up a degree that you're not really going to use. Like that, that's just what happened. That's just what happened to me. I don't know. I don't know if it's, that correlates with you. Yeah. So when you went, so your high school, they offered like a mechanic program. No, not at right? all. You did it? No, I had to do that on the side. Like I, I was like working, like I was like an apprentice at the time. So after school, I wouldn't really go do any extra, extracurricular activities. I would just go like, work at a shop 
be like mentored and stuff okay. like that. Well, that's cool. Because I, I mean, but there are schools, high schools that do offer, you know, mechanic programs and stuff like that. Um, and the thing is now that I, I know there's not as many um, or maybe some of those programs have been cut. And but yeah, no, I 100 percent agree with you. Um, and I think that's it's something that not a lot of people think about um, or they realize when it's later on in life. Um, like I said, we have we both know people who uh, were trying to go to school to get their their degree or a four year education. And somewhere along the lines, they realized that it wasn't for them. And, and they they discovered a, a trade, something, you know, whether it's uh, being a barber or being a mechanic or being an as a, as a, I can't even say it um esthetician or whatever you want to call it um you know being a hairstylist you know things like that that you know require you to be hands-on right that don't require a four-year degree maybe they require all you know an associates or some sort of certification that doesn't take as long um but there isn't there really isn't enough talk about that you know and i, I read an article that was saying that you know it, it recommends that people start thinking about those things as early as seventh grade. Um, you know, I remember when I was in elementary school where we, we were in elementary school, they would always say like, Oh, you know, seventh grade is like an important year. Cause that's when high schools look at your grades and, and all that stuff. And then you got to think about what you want to do in high school. And, um, but not once did anyone say like, Hey, you know, there's other options, right? No one ever told us like, Hey, you know, you don't have to go to a college if you don't, if it's not for you, you can be a welder, you can be a mechanic or whatever, and you can get paid like over $50,000 a year, you know? Supposedly. Um, supposedly. I don't know. Supposedly. Yeah, that's keyword. But and it, and it works both ways. Like you could for the people that are tired of like doing, you know, regular paperwork or that think that paperwork is the only thing that you have to look forward to. Um it it works both ways. You can either become a mechanic, start building houses, become an electrician, whatever. If you, you know, who knows if they're any good with their hands. And then it's the same with like people that, you know, like, like me, like I was just like, Oh, like, um, all I could do is work with my hands. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm smart. Like, cause that's, that's what I picked up along the way. I was like, well, I'm not that smart. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you big dummy. Well, I don't know. I, basically like it's kind of like the narrative that i had in my head you know i was like oh i'm not that smart so i don't i'm not good with numbers i'm not good with you know writing i'm not good I, that that wasn't my voice you know like i said it, yeah. it's other people's things in my head and now after several years several jobs i'm starting to like see that i kind of like electronics i kind of like working with you know like i'm not gonna say that i'm fucking working on it all the time but I, I like dabbling in like obviously i picked up a podcast um <laughs> i like posting stuff on like you know creating stuff online you know i i don't know what to call it marketing i don't know um right. so it's like it's interesting now that you know and, and i want to put that out there that you don't always have to you know bust your knuckles and break your back you could always step away and like you have plenty of time to like you know leave Cause a lot of people, a lot of people believe in like seniority and like being scared to lose that, that security. But it's like, I mean, you're going to, you're going to keep doing the same thing and not enjoying it as opposed, you know, instead of going somewhere 
where you think you actually want to go, where you might be good and enjoying that. And time won't, time won't even matter, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think at the end of the day, you know, it's about being happy and uh, being somewhere you that you enjoy, you know, um, whether that's working with your hands, building a car or being in an office from nine to five. Like if, if you enjoy that and that's, you know, what you're like, quote unquote passionate about, then, then that's, that's, that is what it is, you know? Um, and I mean, I, I know people on both sides of that, people that uh, like what they do and people that like to get paid lots of money for doing something that other people would be like, oh, I would never do that. You know, like I'm I, I'm not I'm not a very like hands on guy. Um, I couldn't tell you where the fuck a transmission is, um, <laughs> but I can tell you how to design a logo. I can tell you how to design a um album cover or something like that i can tell you how to use different programs i mean there's just two different sides to you can tell me how to make a podcast photo right you know (laughs) um but that's what i'm saying you know and and that's something where you know i i art art has always been a part of my life even as a kid i mean you know that right but there was people along the way like you said who put these like different ideas or these different um negative kind of connotations in your head and they're like uh, you know, that's not going to make any money. Like you got to do something because, you know, eventually you're going to have a family and you're going to have to feed that family and put money on the table and that's not going to get you there. And it's like, Oh, okay, well shit. Then I guess I won't do that. You know? But then at, in the end, it's like, fuck, well, I, I could have stuck to that and, and made more money than I am making now trying to do what you told me to do. So I think it's kind of like, it's important. And, you know, I think, I know we talked about this is like, we know a lot of people that have, are starting to have families now and you know we don't have kids but we've been in, in the, that shoe in those shoes in that position of you know being i don't want to say misguided but you know maybe pointed in a, in a direction that we didn't want to be in you know and, and i think yeah, it's getting a getting somebody else's agenda pushed on you exactly yeah like having people reflect their views onto us instead of saying you know follow your dreams or, or do what you want to do you know and ended up going a different way so I think it's important if you have kids, um, think about where you're at and, and how you would have done things differently. If that's the case, you know, uh, what you would want, what you have, what would you have wanted to hear at that time or, you know, whether it's in school or, or from a parent, you know, there's a lot of people who don't get support from, from their home. Right. You know, they have to look for that elsewhere, whether it's from a teacher or a friend or something like that. So I think it's important to, be open-minded, like we said, whether it's you want your kid to go to a four-year education and get a degree or let them know, hey, like, there's other things you can do. You know, there's, there is construction and you can move your way up and you can make a lot of money or you can do this and that. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, for whoever's uh, listened this far, don't keep the vicious cycle going of putting down your kid and stuff like that. Kind of try to exploit their the creative side a little bit more instead of just pushing your agenda of what didn't work on them or what you want to work for them. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't start putting stuff in their head so young either. Like, I don't know. Like I didn't start thinking straight until like, I was maybe like 20, 23, like to like 22, 23, I was still kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'm just going to do this forever. I don't know. Like this is what I've been told to do. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, like there's 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 so many like opportunities out there too. It's like you don't have to just you could go dance on a pole. I don't know if that's your thing. Uh, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm not knocking it. Some people just like money. Like their thing is money, and whatever it is, like just don't get, just don't risk your time to lose time. If you know what I mean, you know. Yeah. Don't 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 risk your freedom for you know whatever for money. I don't know. Um. But yeah, and that all goes back to you know being supportive. It's, a, it's just it's like a circle, you know. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> it never stops. You know, you gotta you gotta support people to have them start and keep putting. Make sure they get all that negative talk out of their head, and then you never know. You never know who you're gonna be feeling. You might start the next person that the next rapper, the next whatever. I don't know. The next podcaster. Like, you know uh, what I'm saying? <laughs> the next the next podcaster. Like I have a one of a. One of my friends' little brother or whatever, he were, it was like a random encounter kind of a thing. Um, he, I don't know. Um, well, you know him, Ivan, Ivan's little brother, um, Sebas. Uh-huh. He's, he's, he's doing his rap thing or whatever. And I listened to it for like the first time, one of, one of his uh, songs. And it was like, it was pretty good. And I'm like, man, this is pretty, like, it's, it's better than some of the stuff that is actually out on like the billboards. To, to be honest, like it's actual like lyrics and like, yeah, like it almost feels like 90s rap, you know? And, I, and I'm like, I call myself like bobbing my head and I'm like, man, this is pretty good. So then whatever, I I, I, I ran into him um, not that long ago. I don't know. I forgot when it was. But he said he wanted to be an electrician. And I was like, oh, man, like the not the adult or parenting side or whatever you want to call it uh kicked in and i'm like oh yeah man like that's that's a good you know thing to chase or whatever um you know the the union's always making like apprenticeship programs and then they pay you to learn and then you could get jump started into like a like a like a construction company after that or whatever you want to do and then at towards the end like once once that was all said and done like i, I gave them the information and I was kind of like, I went home and I was thinking to myself, I was kind of like, wow, like I, I kind of became that person that I didn't want to run into when I was a kid and I had dreams, you know? And I was like, fuck. And I was like, man, I probably, I probably crushed him by telling him to be in like, or to go for the electrician as opposed to continue your dream of being a rapper. And it's like, at the same time, you don't want to like, I don't know how to put it. Um, like not a lot of people that chase, you know, like the rap dream actually like do anything with it mm-hmm. after high school or whatever, but he's actually pretty good. So it's like, it's a- how do I say it? It's like, I didn't want to be that person to kill his dream. You know, like what if he actually does something? I was the one person like, nah, dude, like you don't want to do that. It's stupid. You're never, you know, <laughs> like be realistic, you know, yeah. but he's good. And it's like, yeah, work on that. Work on that, but make money too. Work on that, but make money too. You know. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing too, though. You you can always do both, in my opinion. I mean, to an extent, right? Like, um, you can always do two many things at the same time. You can be making, or you're going, you know, doing a regular job, uh, nine to five, whatever, um, and then have have something on the side. Like, no, nothing says you can't do that, you know. Um, and I have a friend as well. Uh, shout out to my boy Coast God. Um, he's a rapper and just an amazing producer who, uh, 
he, you know, we, we, I met him through work. Um, he was actually, he was actually my employee at one point. Uh, and then, you know, he ended up, uh, getting promoted. So we were at the same level and we were coworkers for, for a good while. Um, he ended up leaving and committing full time to what he does now, which is, you know, producing, um, mixing and recording and, and then also doing his own music. Um, you know, he's, he does beats for different rappers, uh, local rappers and things like that. So, and the dude's, the dude's talented, you know, I give him a lot of props. Like he knows his stuff. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, even before he, he left my job, he was doing both, you know, he would, um, he would be working and then on the side he would be doing, uh, the music thing. And yeah, it's, it's difficult for any, anyone who's involved in any sort of arts. It, it's, it's one, it's competitive and two, just being heard and getting your stuff out there or, or getting your stuff seen is, is hard, you know, um, because there's, there's so much out there, especially now in, in the current like climate we live in, as far as like social media, um, there's so many people who are doing like music specifically. Um, it, it's like, you know, there's so much out there. Like, how do you know who to listen to? Or how do you know what's good? Um, I think that's, that's what's like a little bit challenging now, but on the flip side, it's, it's easier to get your stuff out there now. Like things can go viral from one day to the next, you know? So yeah, you know, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like it's, it's difficult being in that spot where you're like, yeah, follow your dream. But at the same time, you know, do make some money on the side. Don't, don't quit your day job. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, no, you don't want to be that person to be like, ah, that's only going to last so long. You better start getting a, a good paying job, nine to five, four hundred one k, all the all the works, you know, everything yeah. that these old timers look forward to. That's probably not going to be there by the time they get there. Um, but um, yeah, man, I was going to say something right now, really good, but um, <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> I was, I was going to clown on on people with you know like stuff like that. But uh, anyways, um, <laughs> I, I I was going to say like I'm 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 currently kind of in that situation where like I'm I have a regular job, right? Um, Monday through Friday. But you know, I, I do you have a regular job? That's not so regular. Me? I'm an essential. All right. Yeah, that's not so regular. <laughs> I'm essential. I don't know, man. You you were telling me a story about how whoa, somebody whoa, was whoa, coughing whoa, on you whoa, with the Rona whoa. today. I'm that's, into that. This sounds like this sounds. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> this sounds like nowadays, real life is better than the movies. Jesus, you're telling me the story. I'm like, oh God, are you okay? You, you feeling good? You. Snort, sniffling boogers and stuff over there. I was like, Dude, my temperature is normal. All right. So that's all that matters. Um, yeah. No, but what I was <laughs> going to say, if we also rudely interrupted, was that, uh, yeah, I have a regular job, but I, I try to do my art thing on the side and I'm still trying to build that. And here, if, if my job takes me, to, you know, to, it puts me in a position to make more money, like, obviously, that's where I'm going to go because, you know, uh, who doesn't love money, right? But I, I'm not going to, that's not going to stop me from doing, like what I'm passionate about on the side, you know, and who knows, like, you know, where that that's going to take me. But at the same time, it's like, you got to be one day. It could, it could, you know, make you quit your job. I don't know. Right. Exactly. And that, that's kind of the goal. Like everyone's goal in life is to do what they're, they love. Right. And if, if you can quit your mm -hmm. job, quote unquote job to do your passion, that's like the dream, right? That's what everybody wants to do. So, um, so yeah, but that's, this is a perfect example of that. Like, fucking a podcast whatever the fuck you're doing do it just try it out the point is to try it out 500 bucks an episode not <laughs> bad 
<laughs> not bad when you get I mean, when you're rolling in dough after you know sixty five years. You know, I man. just I, <laughs> I just cashed out and I'm all my money's on my bed. It's wonderful. <laughs> again, we again. No, I'm kidding. Did not make any money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't make any money. But somebody told me today. Uh, one of my coworkers asked me. He's like. Because I, I did throw the joke about $500 an episode. And he's like, oh, really? And I was like, no, nah, I was just kidding. He's like, oh, but you like what, you know, do you like it? And I was like, for like the first time ever, it wasn't that dumb question that I was always asked. Like, what are you going to do in the next five? What's your five-year plan? Or what's your, like, it was a question I genuinely, like, got some type of emotion from. And I was like, yeah, man, I do like it. It's It's pretty fun. Like, I knew nothing about it going into it. But now it's like. Oh man, like I, I, I'm not gonna say I love it. I like it. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we both look forward to the next episode, right? Like we're we're both kind of like looking forward to what we're gonna talk about and um, seeing how people react to it and, and how they feel about it. So it's um, it's pretty cool, man. I'm not gonna lie. So if you're out there listening, follow follow your dreams. Um, do what you like to do. If you want to make a podcast, even if you have a dollar, yeah, give it to us. Yeah, I, need under- it. <laughs> I understand that now. When J. Cole said, I got a dollar in a dream, I got a dollar in a dream. And look at him now. Yep, exactly. Wow, it makes sense. That epiphany. Wow, wow. there you go. So, all right. Hey, uh, if you guys need to take a piss, this is a perfect time to do so now because we're gonna uh, be right back. <laughs> All right, now that you're back from taking a shit and uh, flushing all that negativity or that all that seriousness seriousness out of your system, uh, I figured that me and Eric give you guys a couple more recommendations as far as what to watch. Obviously, we're all stuck at home with nothing to do but watch TV and uh, jerk off. So, <laughs> um, if if uh, if you're not at home, then shame on you and you're a piece of shit. But uh, if you're at home looking for things yeah, to watch home. or, huh? Yeah, stay home. People oh. coughing all over everyone. Yeah, no, don't cough on me. Don't breathe my essential right. air. Stay inside. Yes. Um, as you were. So we figured we give you a couple, <laughs> give you guys a couple more recommendations of things to, to check out. So I know Eric posted. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, if you don't, please do. Um, uh, first of all, do that already. Like I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you see that uh. There was a video posted, a snippet, a clip of a movie that uh, Eric watched. I haven't watched it. Uh, it's called Honey Boy. So it's starring Shia LaBeouf. So why don't you tell us more about this Honey Boy movie? Yeah. So basically, uh, we're, we made this. No. Um, so <laughs> I guess I guess this episode was inspired by that snippet, that movie, Honey Boy. Um, it's an award winning film. Uh, I I forgot what the award was like award winning actress Viola Davis. No, yeah, she's not in it though for some reason. Oh. She should have been in it. She should have, I guess. Yeah, but she wasn't in it. No, it's a. Uh, I think it was like first something actors. It was Directors Guild Award or something. Right. Um. So they won that. Um. And it's starring Shia LaBeouf, and the whole the whole thing is centered around his upbringing and his trauma and everything that led him to. What we knew him, I guess, a couple of years ago, as far as like he got arrested, he was his life was spiraling downward. Um, so he just tells a tale about how that came to be, you know, from from the time he was at, at that 
Disney Channel show, even Stevens. So is this legit, like, like about him, like an auto kind of like an autobiographical thing? Yeah, basically. But it's the kid that's playing him is uh, Noah Jupe. Uh, he's another good actor. He's uh, he starred in. Uh, what movie was he in? He was in Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, another good movie. He was in. Man, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, if you see him, you'll know who it is. So he's playing Shia LaBeouf, but his name is not there. They don't reference each other as like, you know, it's not Shia LaBeouf. It's not. It's just kind of like, uh, what do you call that? Um, I guess they're referencing stuff like they're not saying it's even Steven show. They're, it's just you kind of know if you followed him. Like a pseudo name or some shit. Yeah, it's not. It's an indirect, you know, story about his life. So it's. Yeah, so if you've ever, you know, if you followed Shiloh from that long ago, mm-hmm. you'll know, you'll know what that is. You'll see like the way the kids dressing and stuff. You'll automatically know what the hell's going on. And um, so it's basically about like his past traumas and his, uh, you know, it's a movie about how him and his father. Uh, I guess his father basically like pushed him to start, not pushed him to start him, but he was just a support system, and he was always like like. Like the clip says, you know, you know, his mother was always, you know, fearing the worst and, you know, he didn't think he'd make it. So she kept the job just in case. And then his dad was always his manager pushing him like, no, you'll make it. You're good because he knew, you know, he knew what he knew. He knew his son was good. So that's basically what it's all about. Um, support his his father was supporting. Him. I mean, was he the best support system? I don't know. I'll let you watch the movie. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It was in theaters for a little bit. Only select theaters played it. Um, but yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure. You, I don't know where else you can get movies. Wherever the hell people watch movies nowadays. Do I got to rent it? Do I got to pay for this? If you have, if or you is have it free to watch on Amazon Prime, if you already have the subscription for an Amazon account, an Amazon Prime account, uh, it's free. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people know this, but if you have Prime. You get movies, you get music, and I think you get uh, books, like the the ebooks. True. So True. that all comes included with your Prime. And if you don't know that, I don't know what the hell you do <laughs> with subscribing to stuff without knowing what the hell you're getting. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of people they they thought it was okay, but you know I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan, and uh, so I I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I mean, growing up with like Even Stevens and uh, Holes. Um, I forgot what else he was in, but yeah, just the oh, Transformers. She liked that, you know, the fact that he was kind of like a, yeah. a rising star during our our upbringing. Obviously, and I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Our rising stardom. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, um, that's cool. I might check that out. I might check it out if it's free. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, my recommendation. You know, I'm a huge comedy fan. I love comedy. I love stand up comedy. Uh, if you like stand up, if you like watching uh, stand up comedy specials, uh, there's a I watched one recently. Uh, Joe Coy, that's uh, his name. If you're not familiar, he's a uh, Filipino comedian. Uh, I actually had never like I, I had heard of who he was, but I never actually seen any of his stuff. Uh, I I was at a friend's house and uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, while we were quarantining together i guess because you know we work together so might as well so we he put it on uh he himself is filipino so he's like you know check out this guy you know and the reason he he played it is like you know there's a lot of similarities in the way that uh 
Filipino uh, and Mexican people are brought up. There's like a lot of similarities. Uh, and that's something that we, me and my friend, um, that's something that we realized like just through conversation. And then he's like, you know, this guy makes like a lot of good points and he brings a lot of like jokes about um, how we're all really similar. So it's really funny. The dude's hilarious. Uh, I recommend it. And he makes jokes about um, just like how with it, people look alike. Um, Hawaii, it, it's uh, it's actually directed or shot uh, in Hawaii. So he talks about like Hawaiian people and Filipino people and people from like the islands and stuff like that. Uh, but it's really funny. Um, I recommend it. Uh, it was a it was a good time. I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of scared to watch it. Sometimes I don't find you funny, so I don't. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't. Well, I'm not I don't the know. one telling the jokes, motherfucker. Shit. I mean, so this our first episode was pretty funny. I guess some people say they laughed, <laughs> and then this one's kind of like I don't know what people are gonna think. They're just gonna be like, oh, where's the jokes at? Where's the where's the wisecracking? Where's the funny hoo ha has? I don't know. Right, but yeah, I, I think I'll check They're it coming. out. I'll, I'll check out that. If you Joe, if you Joe, if you listen to this and you're like, uh, his name is Joe Coy. I think Joe the stand up special is called Coming in Hot. Okay, sounds yeah. kind of weird. I mean, I'm coming in hot all the time, so I run hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that's it, man. I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Um, like I said, thanks for tuning in. Support your friends. And uh, we'll catch everybody you for the next one. Everybody love everybody. All right? I everybody I love everybody. Oh, I said it. Okay. All right, we'll catch you Bye. for the next one, guys. All right, check you later. What's up, guys? It's your boy Midway. Just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for checking us out. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure you share with your friends. Tell them to check us out. And also, if you don't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Eric for real underscore show where we'll be posting more news and more updates as time goes on. Again, if you guys like it, make sure you drop us a comment, let us know how you feel and make sure you guys stay tuned for more.